Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. This is Jenny Bellinger, your direct sales dom, here to introduce you to a fabulous woman who I had the serendipitous opportunity to meet with through a random invitation to a polka dot powerhouse meeting in the time of COVID. So uh, a mutual uh, or a friend of mine invited me to a polka dot powerhouse meeting. And this chapter is based out of Minnesota. So <laughs> luckily, because they were virtual, I was able to go attend and I got to meet Liza Lomax during that meeting. And we realized during the meeting that we probably had some connection there and some information to share. And so we had a meeting a couple weeks ago or a week ago, and it was just instant yes. We absolutely fell in love with each other and decided that, yes, we, we, want, we have some information to share with both of our communities. So Liza is here. She is the owner of Love Your Body Coaching, and she's been doing it for 12 years, and she is a life coach. She specializes in body image coaching, and she helps women who have yo-yoed with their weight. These are women who have tried every single fad diet and they still aren't happy with the reflection that they see in the mirror. She helps them eliminate their negative self-talk. Oh my God, who doesn't have that? Now, I've been working on myself since I became a coach and still to this day, I find that I've got a little bit of negative self-talk, you know, and so it, we work on that. And so Liza works with people to, to get rid of that negative self-talk so that they can feel beautiful and confident and God, who doesn't want that? So Liza, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. Oh Yay. my gosh. So <laughs> you've got to tell everybody, how did you end up in body image coaching? What's, what's your story behind that? Oh my goodness. So you know, body image coaching, people are like, what is that? What does that mean? That's basically what I do is I help women love their bodies. My tagline I usually use a lot is, can you stand in the mirror, in front of the mirror naked and completely, truly accept what you see? And if you can't come and see me, cause I'll make it happen. Mm. And women are like, how do you make that happen? Well, you know, it all started, I'll, I'll tell you my story. My, I have a huge transformational story as to why I do what I do. When I was a teenager, I suffered from two EDs. I had anorexia and overeating. So I binge ate and I literally went from one extreme to the other. And so I tell, and I tell women, I'm like, it doesn't matter whether you're size two or size 22. And everywhere else in between, every single woman has something, some body image issue. They have something about themselves they don't like. Mm. You know, we nitpick everything about ourselves. We look in the mirror, we nitpick at every single little thing that we see. And so um, when I was a teenager, I was also, you know, I was in the closet for a couple different things. I was a medium. I've been a medium since I was five years old. 
So I've had these intuitive gifts that I wasn't able to share with the world until I became an adult. I was also in the closet for being gay. Um, I knew at the early age of 10 that I was like, I'm not attracted to men. However, because I was raised in a very, very religious household, that was a no-no. You don't mm, do that. Right. <laughs> so you have to follow the rules of the Bible, basically. And so... I had a lot of insecurities. I had a lot of, you know, I was very depressed. I had a lot of anxiety. You know, I was told at a very young age and all of us are told at a very young age that we have to look a certain way and dress a certain mm. way and be a certain way and act a certain way. And when we're not those ways, we try to fix them and we try to fix them over and it doesn't work. And we fix them again and we try to fix, you know, we're constantly fixing ourselves and constantly trying to change ourselves to please everyone around us. And then we become adults where we're completely messed up in the head. I mean, we have all this head trash where we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. We're constantly thinking that I can't do something. I can't speak on stage because that person's a much better speaker. I can't write a book because I don't know the first thing. So we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. We're totally putting ourselves down all the time. And so for me, I went from one extreme to the other. I literally was super skinny. And by the time I was 26, I was 300 pounds. Wow. And the doctor told me that if I did not lose weight, I was going to die. And at the time I had a two-year-old and he was basically telling me that I wasn't going to live to see him turn five. And which was shocking. I was like, okay. He's like, you know, you have you're borderline diabetic. You you have high, you know, you have high blood pressure. You have all these underlying health issues. And then, you know, I was never, I was never, you know, diagnosed as clinically depressed, but I was. I had a lot of anxiety. I had all these issues from my childhood of covering up all these you know, these things about myself and hiding myself. And, you know, for a, a long time period of my time, I did 15 years of theater acting, which actually had a positive and negative effect on me. I was able to get out of my shell and be, you know, be able to be on stage and speak and talk to whoever. I mean, I could be on a stage of 5,000 people. It wouldn't matter. You know, I, I was, the stage was very comfortable for me. The negatives it had was that I was able to put on a mask and I was able to put on a role and, you know, I was able to just play this part for anybody around me. So I pushed all those emotions. I pushed all those things, those things about myself, those real, you know, I, I pushed all my authenticity down to the ground. So I wasn't my, my true self. I wasn't being authentic. And so I'm, you know, 26, I'm 300 pounds. The doctor tells me I'm going to die. I'm like, okay, well, I got to lose weight. So I lost 105 pounds in 13 months. Congratulations. Thank you. However, I did not change my mindset. And so I continued to yo-yo over and over and over for about probably close to six years after that. And the thing about that is that the thing about yo-yo dieting is that when you're not changing your limiting beliefs and your behaviors and those stories, you're not changing those habits prior to going into starting something, especially like if you're going to lose weight, you want to diet, you're going to lose the weight, but you still did not take care of those habits. You just still did not take care of those behaviors you had previously before you lost the weight. So... Mm -hmm. I went in this thinking, I'm like, okay, so I lost all the weight. And then I couldn't figure out why I kept yo-yo dieting. I kept yo-yo dieting. And I was 
So another six years went by. I was addicted to diet pills. I was a heavy drinker. I was still depressed. I had a lot of anxiety. You know, I've been told, you know, I've, I've, I've been a doormat. I've been a people pleaser my entire life. I've been mm. nothing but a caregiver to every single person around me but myself. I have loved every single person around me but myself. I had low self-esteem. I hated myself. There were times where I would punch the mirror because I didn't like what I saw. Um, oh. I also suffer from body dysmorphia. So I literally saw a monster in the mirror. Wow. And so, you know, whether you believe in God, higher source, higher power, whatever it is that you believe in, for me, I truly believe that God was telling me that I needed to change and something had to give or else I really wasn't going to be here in this world anymore. And because I'm such a lover of people and I'm such, I, I ooze love. People tell me this all the time. Mm -hmm. I just ooze love and they like, they can feel it and they can, you know, experience it. And, you know, I've, I really had to take a step back and I'm like, okay, I've been a, a doormat and a people pleaser and a caregiver. And I've given so much of my own self to so many other people. And I've based my worth on what other people thought of me. So if they treated me like shit, I thought I was shit. You know, mm. if they treated me wrong, I thought that, that I was, I deserved that. I really took a step back and I was like, okay, um, in this game of life, is it me that I need to love? You know, am I the first person I need to make myself the number one priority here? I need to take care of me. Well, we know the answer to that is yes. Mm -hmm. Of course, we need to take care of ourselves in order to love another person and in order to take care of anybody else around ourselves. We need to take care of ourselves first. We need to make ourselves priority number one. You know, and I, you know, I tell, especially moms, moms that have kids, moms that have, you know, spouses and, and all this stuff around them. They're like, oh, well, they come first. They come first. It's like, no, you come first. It's not selfish. It's self-preservation. You need yeah. to take care of yourself first because once you do that, then that takes care of everything else around you. I mean, Absolutely. if you're sick, right. If you're sick, you can't take care of your kids. So mm -hmm. you need to take care of yourself. So really showing women how to go from that self-loathing to that self-loving and, and teaching them that it's not selfish, it's self-preservation, and that we need to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first. I was just going to say, this, this totally reminds me of being on the, the, the airplane before yes. it takes off and the, and the flight attendants are, are giving you that, hey, you need to make sure you put the oxygen mask on you first. <laughs> Then yes. help uh, people around you, right? So if they're telling us that every time we get on a plane, why are we not applying that in our everyday lives? Exactly. Why are we not doing that? You know, so I, you know, after I had that come to Jesus kind of thing with, mm -hmm. with God, I was like, okay, well, I need to learn how to love myself. How do I do this? How do I, how do I figure this out? How do I, how do I go through this game of life loving myself? So I, you know, I went out and I studied every self-help book, every guru, everybody out there, anything that I could get my hands on that showed me or gave me what I needed to learn how to love myself and take care of myself because I came from a household that wasn't very loving, wasn't very caring, didn't really show a lot of that. So I mm. had to learn that all, I had to learn that for myself. I know how to, how do I take care of myself? And and I knew that going through this process, there were other women out there that struggled, that, you know, that had the same struggles, had the same story, you know, or had, you know, had these, these, you know, 
they hated themselves, you know, hated their bodies, hated everything about themselves. I knew that other women out there struggled. And so I went and got, you know, certifications and all these different things. Cause I'm like, I need, I need tools in my toolbox. I need to be able to give others the tools so that they, that they, so that they can go, go forward and not be like 60, 70, 80 years old and still worrying about what they look like in the mirror and still worrying about what they look like to other people and still worrying about, I can't go out of the house until I'm head to toe, like, you know, beautiful gorgeousness. Well, you already are beautiful gorgeousness. You know, you don't have to be like makeup done and hair done and, and the perfect outfit and everything like that. People are going to look at you and going to resonate with you when you come real and authentic. And so one huge thing for me was my authenticity. It's like, you know, I, I have to find out who I am. You know, mm. who, who is this? Who is Liza? Who is she? And be my most authentic self. And so I pride myself on being the most authentic self, my authentic self, every single second of every day. Like I am me. And, you know, now I'm able to, you know, go out and help tons of other women that ha- have, have these same issues, that have these same struggles. Um, because like I said before, you know, I knew my mission in this world was to, was to love people, was to help people, was to help people love themselves. And I knew that that's, you know, because I'm such a lover of love, that that was my mission was to help other women love themselves. That's, you know, really when you, when you got to the point when, when you were talking about, this realization of going out and and taking what you had learned in your transformation and you were ready to help others. What came up for me in that moment is those of us who are in the coaching and, and training and whatever you want to call it world, right? Those of us who are out there to help others advance, it's because we came from the place where those people are now. That's why we're effective because we've been where you are, Mm -hmm. right? And we've, We've dealt with those mindset issues. We've dealt with the verbiage. We've dealt with the self-talk. We've dealt with the behavior changes, the habit changes that it took to achieve the level of success that we have um, in our respective businesses, right? So those of us who have been through it can help and say, look, hey, I'm further down the path, right? It doesn't mean necessarily that we're the expert, but I'm further down the path than you are. So here, I'm going to, I'm going to, like open up my lantern, turn on the light, show you the path so you can see how to come down the path and just, you know, follow me down the path and I'm going to keep working my way down. And that's what makes someone like you so incredibly powerful is, is, you know, it's, I think sometimes harder to follow, you know, the supermodel skinny people because those of us who are uh, more average or yes, I'm going to say above average awesomeness. Um, yes. <laughs> we look at those super skinny people and go, they can't relate. Now, granted, we don't know their story, right? But in this case, we do know your story. And knowing that you've been there and we've we've all had that struggle of up and down. And I'm sure the the, the listener right now is going, this is a direct sales podcast. Why is she having a body image coach on a direct <laughs> sales podcast? What the fuck, right? So... <laughs> Let me tell you guys, as you can already tell, Liza's story is incredibly powerful and what she does for women is incredibly powerful. And the reason I wanted to have her on to share this with you today is because this is actually something I work with my clients with on, but not in the body image space. It's the negative self-talk about what we say to ourselves as moms, what we say to ourselves as spouses, what we say to ourselves as, as business people, right? People who are, I suck at this. I suck at sales. I suck at whatever, right? And which means if you're saying those things about yourself as a mom, 
as a spouse, as a business person, that you are having that same conversation with yourself, that negative conversation with yourself when you look in the mirror. Yeah. And that's not my area of expertise. And I know that women who love themselves do better as moms, spouses, and business owners. For sure. For sure. I mean, we, you know, we are in the business of selling ourselves. Okay. And so Mm -hmm. the listener, you know, you're, you're, you are selling yourself and you're putting yourself out there and yeah, COVID has hit. You've had to pivot a few different directions. You've had to go different directions, probably directions that you don't want to go into. You don't want to do live videos or you don't want to do videos or you don't want to take your, have your picture taken, you mm-hmm. know, or you make sure that you're perfect and everything is great and everything is, you know, in place and your hair's just fine. And, and you make sure you have this perfect script. Well, people are not going to resonate with that. People are not going to, they're going to resonate with the true you, just you, just yourself. You don't have to have your hair done. You don't have to make, have your makeup done. You don't have to have the perfect outfit to sell to somebody. Somebody, they're going to resonate with you, you know, because you are true to yourself. So we're out there selling ourselves. So if we don't believe in ourselves and we don't love ourselves and we look in ourselves in the mirror every single day and we nitpick at every single little thing we see what do you think that's going to do to your client base? What do you think that's going to do? Are you going to drag people in? Are you going to bring people in? No, you're not because you're not being true to your own self. So how are you going to get clients? How are you going to get more customers? Mm -hmm. You can't even, you can't even love yourself or you can't even speak good about yourself. You, you, you have those negative feelings about yourself. So yeah, it does affect direct sales people because if you're not being true and authentic to yourself and, and you're, you know, you're staring at yourself in the mirror every day or you're, you're having those negative thoughts to yourself every day, what makes it think that they're, you're going to get clients coming your way? They're, they're not, they're going to run for the hills. They're not going to look, they're not going to see you for you. They're not going to resonate with you. They're not, they're going to get that, that feeling of like, she's not really real. She's not authentic. I'm just nah she's not for me. And you if, know? if you don't value you, yes. why should they? Yes. Right. If you don't believe in yourself. <sighs> how are other people going to believe in you? Yeah, exactly. And you know, as you're, as you've brought this up a few times, you know, people who are staring in the mirror, staring in the mirror. I think there's probably also a portion of people who are listening, and I don't know if it's this listener who's listening right now, but I know that there are people who won't even look in the mirror. No. They avoid mirrors at all costs because they hate what they see so much. And then it becomes this monster, this, this you know, it's, it's a boogeyman basically, right? It, because what is unseen is scarier. Yeah. Right. What is unseen is scarier than if you just drop trowel <laughs> right. <laughs> right? and just stand in front of the mirror for like 20 minutes, totally naked and just address yourself. Right. Yes. Like, don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just look, because then what you see is way less scary than what you don't see. Right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So it, this, for me, I, I, I knew I had to have you on because I know that this is something that is going to help the listener move themselves forward in a way because, you know, you're certified as a life coach. I'm certified as a professional coach hitting all parts of life, right? Yes. So 
but I don't do life coaching. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I do the whole person coaching because I know that people in direct sales, our lives bleed together. They just do, you know, Um, seven years of doing it myself. You're working from home. We don't have a place where we quote unquote go to work, um, especially if you're not in a party plan business and especially not now in the time of COVID, you're not leaving the house to do work, right? (laughs) Right. So you don't have a place to go to work. So your job, your business, your family, your relationship, all the things bleed together. Yep. Yep. All of those hats like get stacked on your head all at the same time when you're in direct sales, right? So trying to address just the business is not going to work. Nope. I mean, it's a way to begin to make a shift in a direction. But I know that by having someone like you on to be able to say, you know, look, yes, I'm a whole person coach, but I'm not doing body image. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> Liza can do it better, right? right. And I want, I, I, I want you to be able to, I, I want the listener to be able to, if they're having issues with, with their body, if they know that they're having those horrible negative conversations with and about themselves, because let's, let's face it, if you think it to yourself, if you say it to yourself, you are also saying these things to other people and planting those seeds in their head as well. Because yep. when you say, I hate my butt, what do people look at? Your butt. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So whatever that may be. So as you're working with people, what are some of the maybe top three things that somebody could do or implement right now for their body image as they move forward in that, in that area of their life? One of the simplest things we can do, and we do this to every single person around us, but ourselves is say, I love you. Telling yourself, I love you, is very powerful. And it might feel weird. It might sound weird. It might look weird because you want what you want to do is you want to go in the mirror. You want to be, stand in the mirror and tell yourself, I love you. You know, we can say that to so many other people. We can say that to every single person around us. Why can't we say it to ourselves? Why is it so hard for us? We are our own best friend. We are the, on- the most important person in this world. We are the only person in, we're, 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 this, this body is the only body we're going to get in this lifetime. Yeah. So why not love it and take care of it and treasure it and give it some love every day? So the simplest thing is to go and tell yourself, I love you. I think that's phenomenal. <laughs> like literally got chills from thinking about what that looks like for the listener when they when they say that to themselves. I think there's going to be some people who are going to go close the bathroom, look in their mirror and look at themselves in the eye and say I love you and burst out crying. I I'm yes. telling you guys don't be don't be scared, don't be frightened when it happens and I, and you know, Liza said she's a medium. I know she didn't say she's a psychic and I'm not a psychic, but let me tell you I know enough about human psychology that when you do something as powerful as that it's going to have an effect on you Mm -hmm. because when was the last time you told yourself, I love you. And I'm willing to bet almost all of you have never said that to yourself. 
No. And it's just a simple thing. I mean, you, you don't have to stand in the front of the mirror for very long. I mean, Mm-mm. just stand in front of the mirror and see how, how it feels, you know, where does it resonate in your body? I mean, are you getting angry? Is it making you laugh? Are you getting sad? I mean, you might have all these emotions that'll come up and it'll get easier and easier and easier as you do it. So it's just a simple habit to create is we all get up in the morning and go to the bathroom first thing in the morning. I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> like the first thing that we all do, you know, I mean, or go to our phones, but eventually we're going to go to the bathroom and we're going to see ourselves in the mirror. So why not just make it a daily habit of just saying, Hey, I love you. You know, and if you need a reminder, put a post-it on there, put a poster, remind myself to say, I love you or repeat after me. I love you. You know, I erase marker on the mirror, marker, lipstick. (laughs) I mean, however you want to put it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How fun. Uh, You know, because we, you know, every one of us has like three shades of lipstick that we bought. And when we got it home, we tried it, we didn't like it. Hey, that's the lipstick you use on the mirror. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because <laughs> at least it's getting used, people. Right. No, it, it, I, I think that's incredibly powerful. And it's such a, such a, such a simple thing to do. Now I'm going to shift uh, directions a little bit with this because, you know, this being a business podcast, right? Yes. You've been in business for 12 years. And one of the statistics that most people probably are not aware of or don't know the actual numbers for, but I've looked this up, approximately 97% of businesses don't make it past a third year. And, you know, obviously when I introduced you, I said, you've been doing this for 12 years. So you have probably encountered all of the same obstacles and issues that that the listener has in their business or they're about to encounter. So for you, what what has been an obstacle in your business that was kind of something that maybe stumped you for a while and how did you overcome it? Most definitely. I mean, you know, and I'm going to be honest, I still have, you know, and I think we all have issues. We all have ingrained issues with this, but um, my money mindset has been a huge thing, um, has been a huge thing my entire life. I mean, I grew up in a, in a religious household where literally money was the root of all evil, which really that doesn't even what it means, right. you know, but that was ingrained in my head. And so me growing up thinking, oh my gosh, I'm like, I can't have money. I can't be greedy. I can't have this. I can't have that, you know? So that was a huge thing that, um, and I'm, I still, there's still things, times that it comes up. So it's, it's still not, you know, completely what I would say healed. I mean, we're always going to have things that are going to come up. We're always going to have some sort of obstacle, some sort of stumble, but that was a, a, a thing was, that was, was a huge thing for me was, was my money mindset. And, you know, it just working through those, um, you know, those, behaviors and those stories and those limiting beliefs that I've told myself throughout those years, I had to go through and retrain those and reframe and, and remind myself daily on a, on a daily basis that, you know, money is good. Money is good. Money, you know, money does this for me. Money does this for me. Money does that for me. And just reminding myself over and over and having my own money affirmations was really good for me. I mean, I'm a huge believer in affirmations. Anything you put, anything that says I am, and then whatever is after that has a huge, either negative or positive impact on you. Mm-hmm. So I am a huge believer of affirmations. So you saying I am 
ugly, how is it going to make you feel? It's going to make you feel ugly. If you say I am beautiful, it makes you sit up a little bit. Your shoulders get back. Your, your face gets a little brighter. Your eyes get a little bit wider. I mean, it just, it gives you a, this good feeling. So I'm a huge person on affirmations. I think that's phenomenal. <laughs> yes. So anything, I am anything you can put it put behind, behind that. So, you know, I am a good money maker. I mean, it's just like whatever you, whatever you want to, whatever you wanted to put on those. So that was, yeah. that was a huge thing for me. Have you, ha have you read any books around money mindset that you would recommend that have helped you begin that shift? Oh gosh. I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. If you're not a book reader, that's okay. But maybe it's a podcast you've listened to or a YouTube channel that you follow that's around money. What, what resource could you possibly, or can you think of off the top of your head? Or if, if not share it with me afterwards and I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. I have to share it with you afterwards. Cause there is a book that I did read and yeah, I, I have to, I'm not, I'm not a huge reader. I do like to listen to podcasts or listen to audiobooks and that kind of thing. Uh -huh. Um, there was, um, there is actually, there's a couple actually one, another one just came to mind, but I'm a badass at making money by Jen uh, Sincero. Yes. Uh, anything that Jen Sincero writes is like, awesome. Like but, she yes. is a badass. <laughs> yes, she is. I, I 100% agree. I've, I've read the, you are a badass and you're a badass at making money Yes, and great books. Highly, highly recommend them as well. And I was going to throw another one your way because uh, it was recommended to me by another uh, coach. And let me grab it here. One of them was written over a hundred years ago. <laughs> And it's called The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my other coaches recommended one called The Energy of Money. Now, I haven't read The Energy of Money yet, but that one, it's a, it's a spiritual guide to, to financial and personal fulfillment. So it sounds fascinating. Just got it from, from Amazon the other day. But The Science of Getting Rich, you can buy it on Amazon for like five bucks. It's a tiny nice. little book and it was written 100 years ago, over 100 years ago. And the information is still valid because right. it's, it's truly a science of getting rich. If it works right. back then, it'll work right now. Just different products, tools to get there. Right. And there is, there was another, another book that I did um, read and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was, it was actually written by an ex pastor and which it took it to the spiritual and religious aspects of money, which oh. really helped me a lot. So I'll get that information to you afterwards and you can plug it in the plug Please it in do. this because um, that might help that would help the listener if you you know you grew up in a religious household where you were told that that money was bad and money was evil. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, I, I don't want to keep you too much longer. <laughs> um, so I know in all of our conversations, one of the things I got to do with you was a love your body roadmap session. And I found it incredibly powerful for me just to begin to identify some of my my own body issues, right? For those of you who've never seen me past what you see on the podcast art, feel free to go find me on Facebook. Lots of pictures of me. I'm not super heavy. I'm not super skinny. I'm, I'm pretty much your, your average American. But going through that Love Your Body Roadmap session was awesome. I mean, it's, it's had me really considering how I'm taking care of myself in just the week since we had that conversation. Wonderful. It's, it's been awesome. And so I want to let 
the listeners know and the listener know that you are offering a free Love Your Body Roadmap session. Yes. And, and so during that session, she, you're going to get to identify what stories get stuck in your head that keep you from loving your body. You're going to create a vision of what your new life looks like when you love your body. And you're going to chart the roadmap to get there. And it, it was incredibly powerful. And you're, you're going to offer that for free for everybody. So I'm going to post a link in the show notes. It's www.talkwithliza.com. Um, make sure when you go to talkwithliza.com that you make sure you mention the Badass Direct Sales Mastery podcast. Yes. Um, so that way you can get it for free. <laughs> and um, and have that conversation with Liza. It was incredibly powerful. And it, it really, like I said, it, it has shifted how I'm beginning to take care of myself, even just in the five days since we had our conversation. So I, I highly recommend it. That's wonderful. I'm glad that you're able to get something out of it. Yes. That <laughs> makes me happy. <laughs> Good. No, absolutely. And, and I'm really looking forward to getting to work with you because during our conversation, we realized that there, there's, a, there's an area of, of coaching where we're, we can maybe reach some more people with some body issues in a way that they need to be reached. So we're, yes. we're really looking forward to, to begin to work on that. So I'm excited to, to do that. So anything that you want to uh, share before we close out the podcast? Just, you know, yeah, just the, the, the just realize that how much saying I love you is very powerful to yourself. I'm, I'm just such a firm believer of, of just, telling yourself that. And I do that too. If I'm going to walk the walk, I'm going to talk the talk. I talk the talk and walk the walk. So I still do that stuff all the time myself. I still do my mirror work. I still do my affirmations. I still, you know, I still do my meditations. I still do all that work. If I'm going to make my clients do it, I'm going to still do it. Mm. So, you know, just, I really encourage you to just take that tool, you know, and, and work with it and just go to that mirror and tell yourself, I love you. It just, it's so powerful and it'll just, it'll change so many things in your life. It really will. I definitely agree. Let me tell you, affirmations is one of the ways that has really helped shift my own mindset around myself, my business, my coaching practice uh, since I started doing them three years ago. And it's not always something that I do out loud, but it's certainly something that I, that I try and incorporate throughout the course of my day when, when I catch myself saying something, you know, like, oh, that was stupid. No. <laughs> you know how to make better decisions, Jenny. Right. <laughs> right? Those little things where we catch ourselves saying something um, or thinking something. So thank you so much for sharing your time and your expertise with us, Liza. It, it's, um, I'm so happy that we met in that serendipitous way. Me too. Polkadot <laughs> Powerhouse. So thank you, PDP. We are uh, so thankful for that. So remember everybody, make sure you go to talkwithliza.com in order to sign up for your own free Love Your Body Roadmap session, because I, I think you're really going to enjoy that conversation with Liza. So, all right, make sure you stay tuned for the next Badass episode. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com? Don't make the Dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. 
You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.